0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Autobiology Bits, where I have a special guest today, and we are talking about bugs, bugs that live on your skin.
1: Stay tuned. Welcome to Autobiology Bits with Jennifer Littleflat, the podcast where you can hear real-life biology (laughs) stories from a quirky maven to help you become an expert on your own biology. If high school biology had been as interesting as this podcast, you might have become a doctor. Introducing autobiologist Jennifer Little Flack. Awesome. Well, like
0: I said, I have a special guest with me today. Want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
2: I am Daphne Flack. I am 8 years old.
0: And what grade are you in, Daphne? I am
2: in second grade.
0: Awesome. What school do you go to?
2: I go to Ave Maria Academy.
0: And who do you, who's your teacher?
2: Mrs. Farnsworth.
0: Awesome. Cool. Hey, well, today Daphne and I are talking about something that's kind of icky and a little crazy, but very, very true. One of the questions that some people ask me, because they've heard this and they think it's not true, is they say, is it true that there are little spiders that live in your eyelashes? Have you ever heard that before, Deaf? Uh, well, now I have. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's true? No. No? You don't think that's true? That would be kind of gross, right? Doesn't it make you think of like little spiders just like walking around your eyelashes? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of gross you out. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're not really called spiders, but there are little bugs that live in your eyelashes. And they're called demodex mites. What do they do? Well, they actually provide a very important function. They do something very good for you, which is they eat all of the dead skin around your eye, uh, around your eyelids. And it's important for them to do that because, um... It keeps your eyes nice and clean and healthy. Okay. But they act, but they are little mites. They look like uh, under the microscope. They look like really gross-looking little bugs.
2: <laughs> uh, like do they have four legs?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to show you a picture, and we'll we'll post a picture on the website. Okay. People can see what they look like, but but you don't start out having demodex mites. You're not born with them on your eyelashes. You just get them over time.
2: Well, how do you get them?
0: You know, you, you kind of get them just from living with your family because every person over the age of 18 years old has Demodex mites living in their eyelashes. So if you're like maybe like 20, you don't have them? Yeah, you do. You have them when you're 20. You get them you pretty much everybody. By the time you're 18 years old, you definitely have them in your eyelashes. <laughs> okay okay
2: but what if you clean your
0: eyelids by
2: yourself and would they wash away sometimes they wash away
0: yeah absolutely but here's the thing they don't just live on your eyelashes they they actually live all over your face
2: so they live in our forehead too
0: yeah they live in your forehead and they they actually live in the in the pores of your skin and and once again they're they do um, something very important, which is they eat up, they help to eat up like all the dead skin in your pores so your pores don't get clogged up. Because you know what happens when you get clogged up pores?
2: What?
0: You get zits or oh, pimples. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of gross. And they hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we have these, these mites, but you know what? Sometimes people who um, get sick they can't seem to wash very well and they get um too many too many mites on their face.
2: Oh. Then what happens?
0: And then it's the mites the act they actually clog up the pores themselves. Oh.
2: Yeah. That's
0: bad. Yeah, that's bad. So it's a delicate balance, right? That's why um we need them, but we have to make sure that we wash when we're supposed to wash, so when mommy says wash your face, <laughs> you um, you're washing and you're washing away um, some, of the- some of the mites and you know the he- good healthy ones they stay there, you know because they're in your pores and you know sometimes they um, you know they hang on to your eyelashes, but yeah they're always there. So some people they have this um, disease called rosacea. Have you ever heard of rosacea? Uh,
2: I maybe heard my teacher talking about
0: it. Mm. Yeah, it's when um, people look like they have really red rosy cheeks, like Santa. You know how Santa has red rosy cheeks?
2: Uh,
0: no, he does not. <laughs> you, you don't think he does? No. Well, um, people who have rosacea have red rosy cheeks, and they have found that these mites are... 15 to 18 times greater in numbers in pe- people with rosacea. And so they think that that's part of what contributes to their red rosy cheeks.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, can
2: I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, so, like, if you're sick and, you know, the mites come with, clog up, and you can't wash them out. Uh, why does,
0: how, I meant to say, like, uh, like, how do they, how do you get rid of them?
2: How do you get rid of them, then?
0: Well, um, the first thing you got to do is, is make sure that you're properly washing your face. And we call that, you know, good hygiene. So, you know, you're taking baths and stuff. But the other important thing to do is to get healthy. Because once you get healthy, then um, there's other things on your skin other than Demodex mites that help to keep them under control. Because Demodex mites aren't the only things that live on your skin.
2: But how did they get
0: named Demonex mites? I don't know. That's a good. That's a. Uh, that's a good question. Because there's a couple of different kinds. The kinds that um. The kinds that live on your eyelids they're called demodex folliculorum, and then, I know that's a really big word. And then the kinds that live in your glands are called demodex, demodex brevis. So, but I'll have to. I'll have to look that up because bug names and animal names, you know, they all usually follow, um, they're named for very specific things. So either like the person that discovered them or um, maybe because they relate to some other type of animal or mite. So we'll have to look that up. Like the person who named it
2: that, like Demodex mite.
0: Yeah, maybe their name was like... Demodex. Like Tymodex, I don't know. I have to look that up, or you know, about Max or Max, yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, so there's other bugs that live on your skin too, and they kind of help to keep the mites under control. And that that's um that's called bacteria. Have you heard of bacteria? Yes. Yeah, we talked a little bit about bacteria on the fart episode, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, because they live, because they live inside your body, and they also live on the outside of your body on your skin. And what ha- what um, bacteria on your skin does? If you're healthy, it lives there and it helps to keep other other things from getting into your skin. Like what? Well, like for example, demodex mites. It cal- helps to keep them under control. Um, but it also keeps other types of bad, bad bacteria from getting into your body and making you sick. So we need, we actually need good bacteria on our skin and on our hands because when we wash it away or we kill the bacteria on our hands too much, then other things like, um, have you ever heard of fungus or fungi? Uh No. Yeah, they um, they grow too much because we're missing all of the good bacteria. So you know how sometimes you get boo-boos on your fingers when you use too much hand sanitizer? Yeah. Yeah, that's because you know what you're doing? You're killing all of the good bacteria along with the bad bacteria, and the fungus starts to be able to grow because there's no bacteria there to kill them off. Oh so that's why we need to make sure that we're not always using antibacterial stuff on our hands and on our body and on our face when we wash because some bacteria is really good for us mm-hmm. just like just like in uh, on the inside when we talked um, on the fart episode how there's good bacteria in your inside your body and bad bacteria inside your body in the the bad bacteria is what makes makes the really awful stinky farts. Mm, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so do you have any other questions? Uh, maybe one. Okay. Uh, um,
2: you know how like plants die and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know the ones under water.
0: Underwater.
2: Yeah, like the ocean
0: plants. Yeah.
2: Uh, do they have bacteria
0: on them? Yeah, they do. There's a lot of bacteria that live in in water. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you know what's really interesting is there's a lot of bacteria that lives in soil. It lives in water and lives in plants. And in some some of it, we eat. You know, and that's good. Um, because the more kinds of bacteria that you eat and have inside your body, the healthier you get. Yeah. It's called, uh, microbiome diversity. I know these are kind of like a lot of big words, but, um, these are really great questions because, we've been learning a lot over the last 4 or 5 years about how important it is to have a lot of different types of bacteria in your body to help your immune system work better and um in fact the you know you know when you smell dirt it smells like dirt right you know what dirt smells like yeah i've smelled it before yeah well um there is actually a very special bacteria in dirt that makes it smell like dirt.
2: Okay. Yeah. What is it?
0: Yeah. So in the dirt, there are these kinds of little bugs that we call bacteria and there's you know, hundreds of thousands of different kinds of bacteria. Um, but this special kind of bacteria from the family called streptomyces, there's like over 500 different kinds of streptomyces and they produce this, um, substance called geos- uh, geosmin. And this is what gives soil its smell. That earthy smell, you know, that you just immediately identify when you smell dirt. Just that's the smell of dirt. Um, In fact, here's something really neat. It has such a distinct odor that they think the reason that camels can find water in the desert is that their noses have developed a very keen sense of smelling those geosmins. And they can find water by smelling the, that dirt smell um, that is given off whenever it's around water. Pretty cool. The, the reason why that's so important is because um, a lot of antibiotics that p- people who are really, really sick with a really bad infection, that they have to take antibiotics sometimes. Um, like, remember when you used to get really bad ear infections? Yeah, and you had to take that really disgusting, yucky pink medicine? Yes. Yeah. So that's called an antibiotic. And those medicines are, were actually discovered in dirt. That's where they found them? That's why it tastes bad. Yeah, that's why it tastes bad. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that's how most antibiotics were discovered and made is from species of bacteria that live in the dirt. Yeah. So that was a really awesome question, Daphne. Any other questions for me today? No. No? Okay, cool. Well, Daphne, I really appreciate you having, um, making time for me, taking time out of your busy Sunday afternoon to talk with mommy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Have a wonderful rest of your day. I believe you're having a play date this afternoon. Yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Bye.
1: Bye. Do you have an autobiology question for Jennifer? Ask it at autobiology.net or Instagram at autobiologywithjennifer. And keep listening to see if your question has been featured. And remember, anyone can be an autobiologist. Do you have an autobiology question for Jennifer? Ask it at autobiology.net or Instagram at autobiology with Jennifer. And keep listening to see if your question has been featured. And remember, anyone can be an autobiologist. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any of the discussions or products held herein are not in any way offered as prescription, diagnosis, nor treatment for any disease, illness, infirmity, or physical condition. Any form of self-treatment or alternative health program necessarily must involve an individual's acceptance of some risk, and no one should assume otherwise. Persons needing medical care should obtain it from a physician. Consult your doctor before making any health decision. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. The podcast host may have direct or indirect financial gains from products discussed on this podcast.